1: Hey folks, it's great to be back with you. We're thrilled to be here. We love this Psalm 107 so much that we recorded the first podcast with the mic button on where my voice wasn't being heard. You probably would have been better off with that. However, we're going back and recording this a second time because we want to get it right. No junk for Jesus. It's first class. (laughs) And, uh. So you're going to be able to hear my voice, which may or may not be a good thing. But anyway, here we are. We're in Psalm 107, but we have a segment. So, Stephanie, how did you feel about recording an entire podcast without hearing my voice?
2: Doug, it made me a little sad, especially because I laughed a lot in that last one. So, And I laughed a lot. You, you, you gave some really fun stuff in that. I don't know if you can repeat that all. in. I don't fight. even remember
1: what it was. That's the problem. Uh, There's definite <laughs> burnout going on with my brain cells. That's all I'm saying, man. De- <laughs> definite burnout there. But anyway, um, so here we are in Psalm 107. And, uh, but we got that first segment, Stephanie, by popular demand. You may be a knucklehead if...
2: Well, Doug, you might be a knucklehead if you have a family member who's dealing with PTSD and um, you, don't, you don't do your best to make a safe environment for them, a safe place where they are not dealing with triggers all the time.
1: And folks, listen to this. Heed, heed what she's saying here. If you've got somebody in your family, your life, your church, pastors, pastors, wives, Ministry leaders have safe zones for your folks with PTSD. It'll bring them back and make sure they're sitting up against walls, don't them out in the open with their back to a door. The, those different kinds of things. That's a that's a really good knucklehead one there. That's one that we can count on, Stephanie. Thank you. And then mm. food, food. That's right with God.
2: Mm. So recently. Um, A family in our church gave us some fresh-picked asparagus out of their garden.
1: Praise God.
2: And so I made that up a couple of nights ago. Let me tell you, that was so delicious. I love asparagus, but the stuff fresh out of the garden is just a whole different level.
1: Fresh is better. You know, I've been out to Stephanie's house many times with Debbie. We've been there. Nobody at church has ever given us fresh asparagus or fresh tomatoes or fresh cucumbers or fresh anything. You know, I just wow. wanna point that out. So if you mm-hmm. Warsonians are out there listening to this, I want <laughs> you to know that we like fresh vegetables too, praise <laughs> God. And we're here for you.
2: Yes,
1: yes. I'd probably visit more if people brought me over a bag of fresh vegetables. That's all I'm saying. I'm <laughs> during
2: COVID. I had fresh vegetables. i could good given you during COVID. You had COVID.
1: I-, I mean, we had COVID. We lived hey, <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking about getting you one of those shirts that said, I had COVID and all I got was this stupid shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I'm thinking about getting one of those shirts for myself, even though they don't have them in tall. And, uh, and all I well, I could say all I got was this stupid shirt and a couple little nodules on my lungs, a couple little scars. But anyway, folks, uh, oh. Stephanie has some people in our church who love her, just like the rest of us love Stephanie. And, uh, I want to tell you something. This is these, there's something going on. We've mentioned this. I want to mention this again. We have a few camps at ladies meeting coming up. We mentioned it in the last podcast, but, Listen, folks, there's two ladies' meetings at Southland Christian Camp. The last week of September, the first week of October, get signed up. Stephanie West goes the speaker. If I was a lady, I wouldn't miss it for the world. And, uh, and uh, then remember our PTSD camps that are coming up. So we have the wilds of New England right out of the chute coming up first, August 30th. One of the most beautiful locations that I've ever seen a camp, I think, I think the wilds of New England. Now, I'm a New Englander, but there's something about those mountains up there in New Hampshire that you don't want to miss. And and we do that I camp in three them. days, huh? What would you say? I've S- never seen them. This is going to be a first. This is going to be a first for Stephanie Westco. so yeah. you might want to get out to meet her. And uh, just to see Debbie and I, most people don't even know we're there when we're with Stephanie, but if you get a oh, chance. Stop. Come by oh, and see us oh, and, so uh, and bring some fresh vegetables. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I like fresh vegetables. And, uh, so anyway, oh. oh yeah. So we got that out of the way. Uh, and then camp joy is two weeks later. Uh, the second week it's actually, we set it up where I'm there just before my birthday. So Stephanie takes me out to eat. She took Debbie and I out to eat last year. We had steak. Her kids probably cost her like $785 because they they look at the menu and say, Mom, I'm getting a 22-ounce porterhouse for two uh, with an extra baked potato and six salads. Is that okay? I never get to go out to eat. You're like, shut up. You just want to beat them uh same way with my kids kids have been the same their whole life you know it's like little emmy yeah give me the 22 ounce porterhouse too some apples on the side yeah and a cheeseburger yeah man i'm telling you to be to be a mother of eight kids hey you guys want to be a blessing to stephanie send her restaurant cards praise god get a hold of me i'll give send her and and i really like long longhorns so send her a bunch of them so when i come visit her I like long. I'm okay without Outback. Send her some outback ones, and we do soup and salad at Olive Garden. But if you if you want to be the best fan ever, there's a restaurant called American Table. It's in mm-hmm. it's a Warsawian restaurant. It's in Warsaw, Indiana, and uh, I think Stephanie could use a card for that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I I like it when she takes us there, and. Uh, I like it when I take them there, but uh, so I wanted to catch you up on that. But anyway, Stephanie, sorry to embarrass you by doing that. It's our second time through the podcast. I'm a little punchy. Things are going on. I feel a little weird. Here we are at Psalm 107 <laughs> because we've been here before. It's like deja vu all over again. As uh, it is a little
2: bit, yeah. It's
1: kind of freaky. We talked about some of it. We never got to the restaurant card thing. So God gave us that. No, went
2: down, You went down a whole different trail with me the first time around. But
1: I forgot the trail. Oh, it was the
2: lonely trail
1: yeah oh that we haven't got to that yet
2: yeah
1: because i haven't asked you what it's like to wander around anyway (laughs) see we just did this i'm ready to redo it if you let me keep going here and folks listen psalm 107 (laughs) psalm 107 read line one do it every day do it 20 times a day oh give thanks unto the lord there in verse number one for he is good for his mercy endureth forever Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy, and gathered them out of the lands from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found a city, no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses. And he led them forth by the right way. That they might go to the to a city of habitation. Oh, that man would praise the Lord for his goodness, for his wonderful works to the children of men. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. Praise the Lord today, folks, for he satisfying the longing soul and filleth the hungry soul with goodness. Such as sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, being bound in affliction and iron, because that big word, because they rebelled against the words of God and contemned the consul of the Most High. Therefore he brought down their heart and their labor, and they fell down, and there was none to help. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. Second time. He brought them out of the darkness and the shadow of death and brake their bands in sunder. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness, for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he hath broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron in sunder. Stephanie, as we went through this, we kind of talked about this yesterday, that we are the redeemed. We need to give thanks unto God. We need mm-hmm. to come up to uh, verse number two there. We, we're redeemed. We need the redeemed need to say so. Stephanie put together a song. We're changing up things. We're doing a song right in the middle of everything on on this radio show today. And, Stephanie, what song are you going to give us the first verse of today?
2: I'm going to do um, the just the hymn, Redeemed.
1: Well, let's do it.
2: Redeemed how I'd love to proclaim it, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, redeemed through his infinite mercy, his child and forever I am, redeemed,
1: redeemed, redeemed. Hey, I you up. redeemed
2: by the blood <laughs> of the Lamb. Redeemed, redeemed, his child and forever
0: I am.
1: Man, that's a good song. I did throw a redeemed out there, and I forgot about that whole MK thing. So I want to apologize to you, Stephanie.
0: (laughs) And Liberty, if you're
1: listening, this apology is for you as well. All right, so here we go. Uh, So they're traveling in a solitary way. They gathered them in verse 3 out of the lands from the east from all over. Then we get to verse number four, and they wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. What does that mean to you, Stephanie, in a solitary way?
2: Well, when I think of solitary, you know, the first, word, word, first scenario that comes to mind is like solitary confinement, and um, I think for the children of Israel, because they they were in a place of loneliness um, as they wandered in the wilderness, and I think it's very easy to find ourselves in in a lonely place, especially if you've been through PTSD or if you've been through a loss. And, um, you know, there's – you can even have people all around you and feel very, very lonely. And um, I didn't quite get that picture until the last um, over two and a half years now. But it's a very real place to be. Yeah. Um well, you can have your kids screaming around you and feel like you're in extreme solitary confinement. Man. <laughs> so, um, But I think the comfort that we have that the children of Israel did not have was that we have the spirit of Christ in us, Christ in us, the hope of glory and his promise that he'll never leave or forsake us. And we have those great and precious promises that we can cling to and hold to and hope in, in a way that the children of Israel did not have. You know, we have that special privilege of, of literally having Jesus Christ his spirit living in us walking with us um and it's that that gives a lot of comfort when you feel like you're in that lonely place.
1: Yeah, it really does. And 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 you know it's hard to picture for a lot of us probably how you can be in a house with eight kids and be lonely, but you know you've been you were married for all those years and you had that other adult and and you know it's not the same. You know. No. Uh, <laughs> you know, you kind of miss that other adult, but uh, I I do believe that God has certain people single for a reason. I believe Stephanie's single. I I think Stephanie's gonna get some dude's gonna come along, sweep her off her feet, and it's gonna go from being the Doug and Stephanie show to Doug. You know, <laughs> about once a month I'll try to get her on the phone. I'll call up and I'll say, Stephanie, it's Doug, and she'll go, Who? Whom is Colin, oh, oh, who is calling, please? Doug who? Oh,
2: my word. Yeah, that Doug is who? That's so still not going to happen. Yeah,
1: Emmy's going to have to sneak out back to call her Uncle <laughs> Doug. <laughs> oh, man, I, she, some dude's going to come along. It's going to be all over for me. I'm going to be on the outside looking in. I'll be back there with Thor. I'll be living in the backyard when I go to visit. <laughs> oh, stop. The dude will say, who's this guy? Stephanie will be like, ah, don't worry about him. He just comes around oh, once in a while.
0: Goodness.
1: He, we, we, oh, We don't know who he is. But anyway, so here we are, and they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he, it, once again he delivered them. You know, God must get sick of delivering us, Stephanie. He must mm-hmm. get sick of the stuff we're going through, the junk we're doing. Those things were Having to deal with he must get sick and tired of having to pull us out, but he always does. He's a faithful God. He's a loving God. He's a true God. And he led them forth by the right way that they might go to a city of habitation. I'm taking you to a place where you can get chow, you can get jobs, you can get houses, you can live good. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. Just do this. Praise God for his goodness. And the wonderful works for the children of men, for he's satisfying the longing of their soul. He filleth the hungry soul, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. And then such as sit in darkness and the shadow of death, being bound in affliction and iron. Can I tell you, this is what I know for sure, Stephanie. There are people listening to us right now that are sitting in darkness and in the shadow of death right now. Yeah. And uh, some may go to heaven pretty soon. But yeah. l- let me tell you something, friends. Your God's got you. He can give you joy to get you through these times. I have no idea what you're going through. I can't even imagine. But God knows everything you're going through. Yeah. And uh, uh, let them touch you. Let us pray for you. Get a hold of us. Tell us what you're going through. I, I got a note. to, I want to read some of tomorrow's podcast. Remind me, Stephanie, I have to do some reading of some of the notes people have been sending us. They've been a great encouragement. But then it goes on here and it, it talks about what's happening here, Stephanie. It says, because they have rebelled against the words of God and they've condemned the counsel of the Most High. So you know what's going on here? This is man-made. This is brought on by us. This is junk we're doing. This is our problem. This is stuff we're making happen. And I don't know about you, Stephanie, but it kind of freaks me out to know that we can get in the way of God.
2: Yeah. Well, I think that's, you know, His God used the children of Israel to set before us whether good or bad examples. And that's, yeah, that is a very scary thing.
1: Yeah. Or to handle his wrath. <laughs> It's kind of freaky, actually. And so, folks, some of you may say, well, I don't know why God's not in my life. I, I don't know why, uh, you know, I'm not feeling God. I'm not sensing God. Well, maybe sometimes God just shuts us down for a while to keep us quiet, give us a trial so that we can help others, give us the test and testimony. You've heard of it all. But sometimes we're in the way of God. Sometimes we're in the way and we're getting in the way of him doing his work with other people in our lives, with people in our lives. I don't want to end up at and and leave this world and leave nothing behind that's still of value. And and I know that we're dust. I know that we go to heaven. We get new bodies. I know that earth no longer matters to us. But I want some of my work to at least live on a little while. You know, mm-hmm. people I've led to the Lord to share the gospel with someone else who shares the gospel with someone else. I. I want my life to be a picture of preeminence for Christ, that he gets the preeminence in all I do. And somehow through that, maybe somebody else will give him the preeminence. And I think that's what God's shooting for. He keeps on giving these people trials because they're knuckleheads. And therefore he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down and there was none to help. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble and he saved them out of their distresses again, Stephanie. So this has been a constant cycle. But can I tell you something friends? This is a constant cycle in 2021 America too. Mm. It's, a, it's a constant cycle in churches around America too. You know, this is our 343rd podcast and I don't know how many times we've come across and and said, "Hey, we're causing problems here." Mm. And it starts with us though. It starts with that person you see in in, in the mirror. You got to get your heart right. You got to be doing your devotion, studying the word of God. And Stephanie mentioned that she was studying about Jesus today and, and things of that nature. And, and uh, uh, what is it? Attributes, your devotion book, attributes of Jesus.
2: Uh, well, no, this one's called Jesus, my victory, my life, my all
1: is the name of the book right now. I think someone stole that title from me, man. Pray- <laughs> Anyhow, you know, I'm only joking, but, uh, what a better devotion book to read about Christ. You know, folks, I, I think it's real important that we do this time together. This is kind of like a devotion, but also make sure you do your Bible reading. Make sure you pull something else and you keep going. And And then we get, oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. And again, oh, that men would do this, Stephanie. How are, how are we going to get this right and do this because God wants us to do this? How do we do this when our husband was killed two and a half years ago, when we lost our wife, when our dog died, when the bills aren't being paid, when PTSD is upside down when it doesn't seem like people like me and my girlfriend left me and my boyfriend left me and my husband's an idiot and my wife's an idiot and how do we do that how do we praise um, the lord in the midst of all that craziness
2: well one way we do it is to keep our eyes fixed on jesus looking unto jesus the author and finisher of our faith and remembering that the joy of the Lord is strong remembering that he promises that his grace is sufficient his strength is made perfect in our weakness in other words it's it's best it's made you know that that trying of our faith that peter talked about um it's all part of that process of changing us into the image of christ and so i think the only way you get through it and i'm not saying this because i haven't mastered it all um but you keep you get through it by Clinging to the hem, to the hem of his garment, constantly holding your hand out to him as Peter did when he was sinking, saying, "Lord, help me." I think that's how you get through it.
1: I think that's how you get through it too. And 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 you know, there's major transactions and transitions in our life. So it, it goes on. It happens. And uh, and I'm not talking death, uh, just death, or or just losing your loved one, or. But there's transitions constantly. But God has an expectation, expectation from us. And there's the Bible, oh, give thanks unto the Lord. That's how it starts. And then verse number 15 in this section here, verse before the ending of the section we're covered, oh, that men would praise the Lord. I mean, mm. we shouldn't have to make God beg for it. Praise God for what yeah. he's done in your life. Praise God for what he's doing in your life. Praise God for the people you have in your life. Be thankful that, uh, uh, th- that of what you do have. You know, so far, uh, sometimes in my life, and I'm just saying this, being honest to you, sometimes in my life I forget everything that I have. But anyway, folks, listen, we love you guys. And we, we didn't mean to go negative here, but a couple things. we got to give thanks unto the Lord. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. So give thanks, praise him, go to God, love him, care for him. He wants you to be there and uh, when you do that, your world starts changing. You start looking a little more Christ-like, and uh, people start to notice. And before you know it, God's using you a little bit more. And before you know it, you might be, even be a little happier. Hey, let God do what he can do for you. Get a hold of us. Help wounded, helpful wounded spirits out there on the Facebook page. Write us a letter. Start it off with Doug or Stephanie. We'll make sure the other person reads it, or Doug and Stephanie. It doesn't matter. We sure do love you folks. Are we not honored to have these folks with us, Stephanie, or what? <laughs>
2: Most definitely.
1: Have a great, great day. Yep.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of god second there's a price on sin for the wages of sin is death third jesus paid that price for you but god commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners christ died for us lastly you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the lord jesus